0: one heart and one mind. In the reading today, that was what jumped out at me. That was what I sat back and meditated on this morning. Acts chapter 4 verse 32 through 37. It starts out with the community of believers was of one heart and mind. It goes on to say that they lived together, that everyone sold their possessions and lived as a community, and they bore witness together. Um, Let's see, no one was needy, right? Everyone had what they needed according to their own need. And then at the end, they call out the Apostle Barnabas, which is translated son of encouragement, a Levite, a Cypriot by birth, that he sold his property that he owned and then brought the money and put it at the feet of the apostles. I'm pretty sure Barnabas was a well-off man who had a massive property that had a lot of money that he just laid at the apostles' feet. And this son of encouragement, Barnabas, went on with Paul later on in the New Testament to go preach the word of Jesus I can't help but think Acts is one of my favorite, favorite New Testament readings and and books because it is the beginning of the church. You can see this community of one heart and one mind, and we call it the body of Christ. Are we one body? Are we? Do we all feel and have that same heart, that same mind? Look at how the church split into thousands and thousands of different denominations. How that was not what Jesus had intended. What Jesus had intended was what happened in Acts. Everyone loved each other. They will know you are Christians by your love, by that one heart and one mind. Then when the church became that one body and split off. Of course, we're all different people. Your body is made up of different things, right? Your eyes, your ears, your nose, your hands, your feet, your toes. Everything is different, and we're all different and unique creatures of God. None of us is the same. but We are supposed to have that same heart, that same mind for God, that love of God, and that love of each other. And I look at how they specifically said what Barnabas translated to, the son of encouragement. So today, how about we all be that encouragement to one another? We can look in our own families, let alone our own communities, that we are not all of one heart and one mind. If we were, this world would be drastically different. We would be living in peace and harmony. We would walk out the door and be like, hello, neighbor. How can I help you today? Our families would be filled with love. Everyone would be making the other person's life easier by doing things for them, not harboring any resentment or frustration with one another because of what they're not doing. Nobody's pride-filled and full of themselves. They're just offering in service, love, caring, all of that to each other. I mean, my gosh, my heart is getting full as I just say those words. Think about each of us individually as we sit here walking down this path or those of you who don't know Jesus It doesn't matter what you believe, who wouldn't want to live in a life in a world that is filled with love for one another. So today, be that encouragement, be that heart and be that mind for the people around you. Don't look at what you're going to get in return. Don't judge anyone for their anger and their frustration. It's all over the place. Because you may be one political party versus another. You may have one religious belief versus another. You may have another idea or attitude within your family versus somebody else. But you are called to be Christ. All of us. Honestly, Jesus is for the whole world. Not just for the people who believe. I saw this, um... Chris Alar for Divine Mercy Sunday. And it's funny because it's definitely a priest. It's the Divine Mercy, you know, order, right? The, the devotion to Divine Mercy. It's St. Faustina. And I sit there and I watched it and he said, this is for everyone. Send this to your non-Catholics. So I shared it everywhere. I went out on social, I shared it through my mailer list, my truth seekers, you can join by going to kendravanashcom forward slash email, just fill in your name and your email and you'll get the weekly email with a weekly inspiration like thousands of others do. And I just said, go share this with everybody. I don't care who you are, because that was what the priest said. Share this with anyone, even your non-Catholics, even though it's a devotion and it says that if you go receive the Eucharist and you go to confession, you receive these beautiful graces. Well, I don't know, in these day and times, maybe it's an extension out to the world. And so I shared it everywhere, everywhere. And I was hoping and praying that somehow, some way, Jesus was going to be touching someone's heart who hadn't thought of him before or who really wanted their sins forgiven. That's what Divine Mercy is all about and those beautiful gifts, is your slate is wiped clean completely. And that was what happened to me seven years ago on Divine Mercy Sunday, which was just this past Sunday. I walked into the church, I walked into confession, I came out with a supernatural experience and I was changed forever. Look at me now, (laughs) I can't stop. Sharing the beauty of the transformation that can only come from Jesus. So let's be that encouragement for other people today. Let's be witnesses of Jesus' love and that one mind and that one heart, that community that everyone. I cannot imagine selling everything. Let's think about this for a minute. Selling everything you have, giving it to the apostles and saying, okay, let's share and share alike. I'm not equating this to any politics or any kind of socialism or anything like that. That's not what I'm talking about. This was different. This was not, you know, a government ruled organization and community. This was a heart and mind, a whole new way of living and loving and caring for each other. This had nothing to do with People taking advantage of of other people's riches and trying to control other people. That's, That's not what was happening here. And I just sit and I think, how can we perpetuate this kind of heart and mind in our lives today? Let's start with our own family. Let's start with loving everyone exactly the way they are. All their faults. We're all broken, everyone. We all have issues. We all have things that we're dealing with. We are by far, even those who have had massive transformations, not at all close to the perfection that God wants us to continue to strive to be. But he also asks us to help bring others along with us. And we can do that by loving them and by showing Jesus within ourselves and by helping out in their lives. Selflessly loving them despite the fact that they're difficult to love. Maybe you have someone in your family who is like anti Jesus, anti religion. Well, the more you love them, I'm telling you, the more they have to change. (laughs) I've seen it in my life, I've experienced it in my own family. My brother, specifically, as an example. He and I pretty much didn't even talk for decades. And then the more I started loving him and showing him love and affection and his heart warmed up, his heart became softer. It's real difficult to be mad at someone and to argue with someone when you're loving them. So put this in your pocket today. And love everyone around you. Go overboard. Let them look at you and say, what's up with you? (laughs) Why are you like this? What's going on? And you can just say, I just love you. Jesus is filling my heart. That's all you have to do. You don't have to get into a catechism thing, guilting people to, you know, find their faith or anything like that. Just say that Jesus filled my heart today. And I'm wanting to fill yours. That's it. And act like it. Go be love. Go be that light. Go be that one heart and one mind that Jesus intended the world to be. Have a blessed and inspired day. Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy money, prestige, power, and hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard, do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today.